Greetings, fellow travelers. Welcome to Wednesday, January 6th. Today is Mercury's Day. Uh, today we have three main astro hitters that we'll talk about. So quickly, it's Mercury, Mars, and the Moon. Uh, so these, in summary, are most impactful for the significant placements we have in our natal charts in Gemini, Virgo, Capricorn, Aries, Scorpio, Taurus, Libra, and Cancer. So if you have anything significant, such as your Sun, Moon, your Mercury, Venus, Mars, your Ascendant, uh, any of your key angles in these signs, what I'm about to go through are, is likely to hit you the most. Okay, so today, being that it's Wednesday, it's Mercury's Day, we'll start there. So Mercury is the planet that rolls over Wednesdays, so on these days each week you can plan that you will likely encounter more of Mercury today than you would on any other day. Mercury rules over communications, ex uh, information exchanges, news, information, and just being busy, bopping around the neighborhood, those types of things. So what kind of a Mercury do we have today? Our Mercury today is fresh off of that conjunction with Pluto just a couple days ago. And Mercury has that hangover of having seen a few things and learned a few things that um, maybe never thought was possible or I can't believe this is happening. <clears throat> but now Mercury knows the full depths of the darkness that have now come to light. So Mercury's at the end of Capricorn, just past Pluto, and is now applying pressure to Mars, who is gripping at the very edge of Aries until later this afternoon. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. So um, this Mercury is all about wanting to get the word out uh, about what it knows, what it's learned, and what it's seen. Uh, Merc this Mercury has very charged messages, very charged uh, communication. Yeah, you know, charged like a, it's emotionally rich. It's very, uh, very persuasive, very in-your-face type of communication. In our lives, the uh, planetary storytellers—they always signal to us what's up ahead or what we're about to experience, and we tend to experience that by way of who we meet. You know, the interchanges we have with other people. Uh, in our life, what we see on TV, and what we will tend to embody. So it's always a, a signal, a look ahead. Uh, so just keeping this in mind when you're thinking about how this Mercury or any of these other aspects may play out in your life today. So while the well, we're likely to have charged communications, there's the propensity for it in the air today, there's also plenty of constructive opportunities that you could take advantage of today. So for example, <clears throat> do you need to have a difficult conversation and expose something? Today's the day. Uh, are you looking to run some specific errands around town to knock off a few important to-dos? Definitely go for it. Get in the car, drive around, just, you know, give yourself an extra space in traffic. Not that traffic's that heavy these days anyways. Uh, do you have any fairly substantial goals or projects you need to map out and plan? Do you have to strategize? Today is definitely a great day for that. So, uh, you know, think on that. And again, so for this, these Mercury themes and highlights, um, this is most impactful for those of us with significant placements in Gemini, Virgo, and Capricorn. It's out there for all of us. 
no matter what we have going on in our charts. But it just plays and it, it steps up a couple notches for those of us with Gemini, Virgo, and Capricorn. All right, the next one that we're on to is Mars. So Mars today, oh my gosh. So Mars today spends most of the workday, at least if you're on the East Coast, <clears throat> in the very last bits of Aries. So I've been hammering on this. So Aries is the homeland of Mars. It's his roost. It's where he has access to all the best resources <clears throat> to be his Mars self. So because of the unusually long retrograde that we had that the whole process really started since last summer. It just ended a few days ago. All that time, he was basically in the timeout and couldn't be his Mars self. And when he's at home in Aries, he just wants to, you know, take his bra off and walk around. <laughs> so he couldn't. Um, he really had such little time. He only had the last couple days to get things moving, to try to make things happen. So... He became free and, you know, wanted to cover a lot of ground. And by ground, I mean actually fire, because <laughs> Aries is a fire sign. And Mars and Aries, he wants to stir things up. He wants to di cause division. He wants to get new starts and get beginnings and to clear a path for himself. So by the end of the day today, Mars arrives uh, by the end of the workday. So by about 530 this afternoon, Mars will fall. Mars will enter the sign of his debility, Taurus. So debility, uh, that comes in from uh, traditional astrology, and I'll soon have classes out on that, so I uh, can help explain it more. But in summary, Taurus is ruled by Venus, and Venus wants, her, Venus's inclination is to get together and connect. Mars's inclination is the opposite of that. Mars wants to divide, to separate and to move forward. So the two, they don't really align. Um, hence, when Mars enters Taurus, Mars begrudgingly becomes under the rule of Venus. So what that means is our get up and go will seem to have got up and went. And this is going to last for about the next two months till early March when Mars enters Gemini. So during this time period, Mars will be particularly prone to very rash outbursts of volatility. So um, it, 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 in, in this particular Mars transit in Taurus will, will be ex ex exceptionally prickly. The reason being, while here, Mars will be challenged uh, by overcoming squares from the titans of time, Saturn and Jupiter up in Aquarius. Mercury is going to come along into Aquarius, and Mercury is going to be uh, giving some needle prodding, <laughs> needle prodding, uh, by a waxing and waning square to Mars, and that's going to keep be on again and off again because Mercury is going to be entering a retrograde soon enough. So um, Mercury is going to be like a just a needle, thorn in the side for Mars, and then most uh, significantly, Mars is going to conjoin Uranus. Uranus is a very volatile, uh, very creative. There's lots of good aspects to it. But Mars-Uranus together tends to uh, result in outburst, volatility, uh, explosions. Uh, just, it's a very charged, literally explosive electric aspect. That is going to perfect from January 20th through the 22nd. 
So during that time, don't play with things that go boom, for sure, unless you really are a electronic or electric uh, explosives expert, then maybe it's the right time for you to experiment. For the rest of us, ah, it, it's really such a volatile time. We'll talk on that more later. But just to know that th this next two months, Mars is going to be feeling just picked on, es essentially. Uh, it's it's going to have a difficult time. So that's in you know, the, the high level of it. So in our lives, when Mars stalls out and throws tantrums in Taurus, uh, we can take, we can take good advantage of it by taking up uh, activities where we use blunt aggression and physical activities involved and being outdoors in nature. Uh, so, you know, chopping wood, carrying water. <laughs> uh, I myself was actually born under a Mars and Taurus. So, uh, you can have a Mars and Taurus, you can experience it and still get through. So for myself, I plan on getting back into weightlifting. It's always been a favorite activity of mine. I'll be getting back into it and I'll also be heading outside for more fresh air walkabouts and if there's enough snow, some snowshoeing. So I encourage you to do the same or find some things, uh, martial arts, uh, kickboxing, uh, hitting a punching bag, anything like that. Uh, awesome, awesome Mars and Taurus type things to do. Rip things apart, constructively, of course. <laughs> so, uh, again, so this evening and tomorrow, this planetary storyteller, Mars, will show up in our journeys by way of who we meet and what we see on TV and or how we engage with others. So just remember, awareness and perspective are helpful life navigators. Um, that's why I'd love to share and to teach uh, astrology. So these Mars themes that I just went through, they're most impactful for those of us with significant placements in Aries or Scorpio and Taurus. All right. So the very last topic I'll talk on is the moon. So today the uh, moon perfects the last quarter phase and that actually occurred already just uh, within the last hour here, uh, which would be, sorry, uh, you know, earlier this morning. So the moon perfected uh, entering the last quarter phase at 17 degrees Libra. So the last quarter is the look back. It's, it's looking back at what's been happening since the last new moon. <clears throat> and for us, this, this cycle, that was the solar eclipse, which occurred on December 14th at 23 degrees of Sagittarius. So think back to then. Um, that new moon, it, think back to then for what was occurring in your life. And then today, and for the next two days, two, three days, there's going to be some kind of a looking back to that time, <clears throat> some kind of an evaluation in the world at large, in the mundane world. That new moon back on December 14th particularly emphasized two important things. <laughs> so the first was, in general, healing. Uh, that eclipse perfected in the constellation associated with Asclepius. Asclepius in mythology is the healer who essentially created vaccines from the blood of Medusa to bring people back from the dead. There's a lot more to the story. Uh, he was raised, uh, Asclepius was raised by Chiron. Uh, Chiron is an infamous healer uh, in mythology. So um, <clears throat> that so there we have that theme running um, and then the second was that 
the December 14th eclipse in the birth chart of the USA, perfected in its first house of its identity. Uh, and by direct opposition, it tied in the Mars that the USA was born under. So a very you know intense at, uh, impact for the United States in general. So now today, the next few days, we have some some very significant looking back, like, and we evaluate what's been happening. Inherently, these uh, last quarter moons every month, they are full of tension. They quickly radicalize. They impart key strategical skills and give us the dynamic passion to fight for what we believe in is right, and to roll up our sleeves and be a part of the disintegration or of the advocacy to integrate the subject matter at hand. So it it inspires us to action. We look at, so we're looking, and then it inspires us right to action. These are, again, the, the tension comes because it's a fork in the road. It's a challenging point. It's now or never. Uh, again, and that's a theme that's been circulating this week. Now or never, uh, do or die. Let's get this going. Let's make this happen. So these moon themes that I just talked about are most impactful for those of us with significant placements <clears throat> in Libra or Cancer. All right, so there you go. Thanks so much for listening in. And if you enjoy these podcasts, please feel free to follow Starry Wondering on your favorite podcast app and uh, check out my website at starrywonder.com. Uh, you can sign up for emails and I'll you know, send out a periodic email and updates and recent posts. So thanks so much. Um, Hope you all have a great day. Cheers.